He looks like a million damn dollars and he's all dressed up. Fish B over there on the base. Why are you all dressed up? Uh, no reason at all. It's just making me feel wildly underdressed. Like, I got out of the shower, and because I'm a fashion icon, I just put on something comfy. I'm wearing a SpongeBob shirt, pajama pants, Crocs, and socks that totally rocks. Because um, these Crocs are cool. They're cool Crocs. They're, uh, you know. The left one has SpongeBob pins, like they're gray, but uh, SpongeBob pins, and the right one has uh, has Minion superhero pins. So, if I can quote one of the uh, greatest TV lines of all time from one of the greatest TV shows of all time, Silicon Valley, this guy fucks. I think that's painfully obvious when you look at me and you look at what I'm wearing. SpongeBob shirt with a rainbow because SpongeBob. In his imagination, he believes he can hold a rainbow, which is my favorite quote. When you when you combo SpongeBob rainbow shirt with pajama pants and Crocs and socks, there's no doubt about it, amigos. This guy fucks. <laughs> uh, usually. Uh, this podcast is, uh, I mean, it's a fun little romp. It's only 15 minutes. It's right there in the title. Like, something politics, something silly, something personal, and sometimes something else. That's basically what we're doing. Only 15 minutes, Monday through Thursday. Never miss a day, and never over 15 minutes. In fact, I don't know if this is true or not. This is just a rumor. And keep in mind, I'm a guy wearing Crocs and socks who definitely fucks. Um, I heard that, like, have you seen the Suicide Squad movie? Of course you have, because uh, Harley Quinn is the sexiest movie character of all time. So, of course you've seen it. Uh, Boys and girls alike respect just the sexiness of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. That's something we can all agree on across any political spectrum, across any societal or economical divide. We can all agree Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, that's a fucking winner, right? We can all agree on that. I think if we go over 15 minutes or we ever miss a Monday through Thursday, right there at 10 Eastern, 7 o'clock U.S., um... I think we have one of those things, like in our necks, like the Suicide Squad, and like, and like our head explodes. So even if we're wearing Crocs and socks, we have to be here. That's, that's, uh, that's our deal. So anyway, bonjour amigos. It, it only took me three minutes and five seconds to get to the, uh, get to the bonjour amigos, but whatever. You know, we keep it loose. It's easy breezy here at the 15-minute thing. I think the biggest political story today, Grandpa Joe, you go get him, Grandpa Joe, signs an executive order, $10,000 of college loan forgiveness, which is great for just a small amount of people. But I, some people love this. Some people think it's not enough. Some people think it's totally fucking insane with this kind of inflation environment. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is, this is exactly the opposite of what something, of what, you know, government policy should be in an inflationary crisis. This is 
this doesn't make any fucking sense. You want to say for political reasons, you know, campaign promise kept, promise kept, promise delivered. Grandpa Joe keeping his word. The pride of Delaware. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to think about this yet. The price tag is big in this inflationary environment, and this helps. The people it helps. I mean, there's some people, this thing is a fucking godsend. This thing is a gift from the college. Like, finally, like, it's just, it's, it's perfect for them. I mean, this thing bails them out of a financial spot, and their life is better. Fantastic. However, $300 billion? I like to write that number out just to get a sense of how big it is. That's three zero zero comma zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero 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 three hundred billion dollars. Is it worth it in this inflationary environment? I don't I don't I don't know. I'm not I'm not an economist. My real question is, as someone that uh, uh, is a little familiar with the Constitution, and, and I know these executive orders, and, and th- things are fucking weird, you know? It, thing, this isn't exactly the way the people that wrote the Constitution intended it, I, I think. Because um, Congress is, you know, they have the power of, of taxation, and, and also they have the, the power of the purse strings, as they, as they say, which seems kind of... Uh, patriarchal now that I think about it. But anyway, they have the power of the uh, of the purse strings. Should the president of the United States just 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 with the stroke of a pen be able to do this? Like if we're all for it, shouldn't this go through the traditional channel, you know, goes to the house or the senate or the senate of the house and then it, and then it goes that way? This seems like Whether it's a good idea or not, I, I, I'm, I'm not pondering that. I'm pondering if, if, if the executive branch can even fucking do this. I'm curious if, 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 if this is going to find its way to the courts and this thing is going to get more complicated. If you are thinking this is the greatest thing ever, this shit has been forgiven, that 10K... You're probably good, but you also probably shouldn't count those chickens. Not not just until they hatch. You're going to want to watch those chickens all the way to Popeye's and all the way to, into a sandwich. I, I, this is a weird thing. I still think, I still believe what Grandpa Joe is is really trying to do here it is just is just it's just ratchet up accomplishments or 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 ratchet's not the right word but uh uh, uh you know what i mean uh, uh j- 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 you know j- just just notches in the in the bedpost or whatever cuz cuz that guy fucks <laughs> he's he's another guy that, that clearly fucks oh Biden. um because the day after the midterms he's going to announce that he's resigning effective in, in January when the new Congress is sworn in, and we're going to have President Harris. 
I think that's what's going to happen, and he's just trying to get as much shit done as possible. Just, just, just for the resume. He was only there for two years, but one of the most productive presidents in American history. I think this is for the history books. I didn't have a chance to, to get into any episodes uh, uh, last night of, uh, of, of, of Tehran on Apple TV, which, which is probably good because I'm the only one that cares about that show, as, as I mentioned. I did have some time at the end of the night to uh, drift over to Netflix and uh, the new uh, uh, Monty Teo uh, documentary. Uh, you remember him. He's the fella, he was the, he was the football player a decade ago at Notre Dame who had an imaginary girlfriend that died. This just catfishing tragedy. And the whole thing, it's really good. It, it's really well done. I, I, it's, it, it's worth a watch for sure. And there's one really, really powerful part. And I, I really feel sorry for, for, for Manti. Uh, uh, he was just a kid, and, and, and now he's... I think he's overcome it, but but he's also, unfortunately, it happened so publicly. He he's branded with this for life. He's that dude who had an imaginary girlfriend that died. That's just that's unfortunately that's just follows him around and he has to make his peace with that. But after all this shit came out, right, when he was he was going into the NFL. He talked about something that I think is really important. He, he, he was so emotionally devastated. Like, this bomb had just exploded in his brain, and it, no clue how to process all this shit, you know? I'm not sure any human could, could process this shit correctly, right? There is, there's, there's no good way to do this. And just described himself as just, as just totally being numb. You know, you, 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 you can't even taste your food. You're, you're, you're not, I mean, you're engaged in the world around you, but you're not. It, it's a very strange sensation in a very strange place and a very real mental health thing. And finally, to uh, reach some kind of, 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 of cathartic moment, uh, he speaks when, when when he was finally got to got got to a good therapist, and Montaiteo was such a good guy. He had a, a fully forgiven in his mind uh, the human being that catfished him that, that that did this devastating thing to to him in his life, but hadn't forgiven himself because you forgiving yourself is the hardest part. I remember maybe the most cathartic thing I've ever happened in 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 a therapy session is is walking um, my actual uh, uh, psych before this one. Um, I was explaining that that I take one hundred percent responsibility, and she just looked at me very sincerely. And told me that it wasn't my fault. And it was in, in that moment that I was allowed that possibility to enter my mind for the first time that maybe I wasn't the worst person in the world.
that maybe I shouldn't feel guilty for breathing and taking others' oxygen, right? Completely unhealthy thoughts. They were completely... But it was... It's a moment. And, and I know some people hanging out with us right now are having that thought too. That when you go to therapy, make it valuable. And make sure you're not in a place where you can't forgive yourself. Life is tricky, you know? All you, all you can do is your fucking best. I had a strange thought in, in the shower just today about, uh, about managing bipolar disorder. And, and I've had some questions about my mental health story. And just real quick, as we've only got a couple minutes left, but just as simple as possible. Basically, the, the, the diagnosis on paper is bipolar, anxiety, and social disorders, non-military PTSD, which is complicated by chronic pain from a back that's not good and a bunch of surgeries. And, and pain like that and the adrenaline can instantly change uh, the brain chemistry. So that, that, that's kind of my thing. But the interesting thought in the shower about managing bipolar that, that I just had like an hour before I put on this amazing outfit is, is you have to manage three and a half brains instead of just one. You have to manage the depressed brain. You have, where, where, and all these things are, the perspective is very different through all of them. You have to manage the depressed brain, the manic brain, and you also have to manage the healthy, good place brain in the middle. And then, and then the half is sometimes you're manic and depressed to manage that too. So maybe it's three and a half, maybe it's four brains. So if you know someone that's, that's bipolar and struggles, that's why, is they're trying to navigate a complicated world as it is, and their ground shifts on them and their perspective shifts, and it can be very, very confusing and very frustrating, and very overwhelming. That's what they're dealing with. The good news is they can often emotionally calibrate to people around them if the people around them are solid as a rock. Just some, just some food for thought. I love you lots. Every Monday through Thursday, never miss 15 minutes or less. Say adios, Fishbeat.